0: Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time, even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony, living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble.
1: Welcome, friends. My name is Tracy Trimble, and I'm a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and a healer, I specialize in treating the causes and effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine, and my foundations are Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha Yoga. My superpower is connecting, with your permission, of course, directly to the voice of your soul energy. And as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy. It then becomes my job to guide and teach you how to bring your soul and ego back into harmony. And on this week's show, that's exactly what we're going to be covering, this misunderstanding that we need to kill ego. It's been said that ego must die in order for us to become more enlightened. And I want to argue the merits of ego, most especially the space that I believe is our innate and natural space of existence, where soul and ego are in harmony with one another. So before we get in today's show... I just want to share with you a little bit about what's going on in my world. Every other month, uh, except the months of July and August, I partner up with a local Feng Shui practitioner. Her name is Trish John, and her energy is beautiful. Together, we host what's called an Exploring Energy Healing Day. From 9 to 5, in our physical space, um, just outside of Whitby, Ontario, Canada. We gather together with a small group of like-minded women, and we explore the mystical arts. We, in particular, focus on feng shui and emotional trauma release. And this month, coming up on Saturday, May 26th, we are going to be focused on teaching Energetic Cures. It's a beautiful full-day event. We would love to have you join us. And it's $129 for the entire day. If you'd like more information, please go to my website, Tracy Trimble. That's T-R-A-C-I-T-R-I-M-B-L-E dot C-A find the calendar, and get more information. Please feel free to ask any questions that you have. So let's jump right into the show today. Again, we're talking about the misunderstanding of killing ego. The challenge with killing ego is that we are, as a human being, three parts. A very powerful energy that's meant to be working in unison. The first part is our physical body, this gorgeous mode of transportation, this intricate, complicated, and incredible physicalness that is designed to take us through this journey of human experience. But it's also two additional parts. One part is soul, and I believe that soul energy is a piece of source, a piece of the universe itself, that God spark within us. The third part is our ego. And I believe that ego's original purposefulness was warrior energy, warrior energies. Fundamental purposefulness is to make sure that source and the body always feel safe, secure, and supported. It's a strong, masculine energy who is a warrior, who is always on guard and on alert. But I think what has happened in our humanness moving from spiritual or etheric energy into physical or matter, that we've become separated. We are no longer a single entity made of three equally um, working parts. We've become three separate entities that don't get the kindness, the compassion, and the love that's required to grow and to prosper. Very often, our physical bodies don't get the attention that they need either through water, nutrition, or movement. Our soul doesn't get the energetic attention that it needs through purposefulness, through the capacity to free flow, through the capacity to create, to guide us to wisdom. And I believe that happens because warrior energy, our ego energy, gets totally caught up in what's going outside around us. And we develop fears through our thoughts, our feelings. And those fears become habits. And those habits, ego believes, are causing us harm and suffering. And therefore, ego goes on to high alert, believing that it needs to defend and protect us as an individual from all that's happening, not only in the outside world, but because of that defensive position, we also become protected from the inside world. Imagine that we were not meant to be separate entities. We were meant to be body, ego, and soul working as one. We have a mission to accomplish in this space and time. We are here to experience people, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios that are meant to teach us so that we can learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper. I think what's happened, if we needed an analogy, is that our body is a limousine. Ego is the driver of that limousine, who takes great pride in navigating the outside world. And soul is the famous individual in the back seat that's being driven around in the limo by the ego. But I think there's a moment that the limo driver or the ego doesn't realize that it isn't the star of the show, that the mission is no longer finding wisdom and experiencing this miracle called humanness. And ego starts to think, that it's the star. And it starts driving us wherever the roads lead. There doesn't seem to be a plan on mission anymore. It seriously becomes two separate plans, just navigating the outside world for ego and longing from soul for ego to be back on plan. And I think that's created the misunderstanding of ego. Human nature tends to create either good or bad. And we perceive each good or bad based on our own experiences. If it doesn't feel good, we label it bad. And if it feels good, we label it good. The challenge is is not all that feels good is in our highest good, is beneficial not only for us, for the mission, or for our influential others. And the same with bad. If it feels bad, it doesn't necessarily mean it isn't in our highest good. And that misunderstanding has fallen on the shoulder of ego. A few weeks ago, I experienced a conversation, and I'm going to uh, preface that. I experienced the conversation because I wasn't meant to be in it, Um, and I'm usually um, in the past. I haven't been a great listener. I like to be the contributor, to be the teacher. But in this particular case, I realized clearly and right away that I was the student So I experienced this conversation through listening. But the conversation was entirely around getting our ego under control, around kicking its ass, per se, around denying our desires, uh, around the badness of wanting people, places, things, scenes, situations, scenarios, basically, um making a statement that the outside world uh, is to be avoided and i want to argue that that's not true at all imagine that our purposefulness was to know to create and to maintain a balance fueling these three separate but incredibly empowering bodies that we are the physical the soul, and the ego. What if there was no such thing as good or bad? What if we had the capacity to shift those judgments into beneficial and non-beneficial? Taking ego out of the equation as the bad guy. Our ego when we are not in awareness, when we are not in conscious competence, is simply doing a job on autopilot. That job is protecting us from outside influences, from things that caused harm and suffering in the past. What if we have the capacity to shift out of perceiving the world around us from just ego? What if we have the capacity to build the awareness, to create a truth, to create a reality that life is easy and peaceful most of the time, that everything that happens just is exactly what it's supposed to be. And that is a marker for soul and ego to come together in harmony and to make a decision in which direction we're going to move, to choose our actions and our inactions from a place of, does this feel good because it's beneficial? What if? through self-awareness without judgment, we had the capacity to bring soul and ego into harmony. Imagine that that's our purposefulness. Ego doesn't need to be shut up, stuffed away, or packed up. Ego needs to be gifted guidance a new perception, a different way of navigating the world in our highest good? What if we could only remember those words, in our highest good? How would that change your life? How would that change the sadness and the grief, the guilt and the blame, the anger? How would that shift you somewhere else? It's time for our first break of the show. When we return, we're going to discuss in detail what soul is, what ego is, both in and out of harmony. We're going to talk about them as separate entities, but then we're going to bring them together in harmony. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to reconnect soul and ego. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, friends.
1: I'm Tracy and you're listening to Soul Healing with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today our topic is about the misunderstanding of killing ego. The thought of killing ego suggests that we're bad, that this place is bad, that we're alone and unprotected and that. Ego isn't doing its job to keep us safe, secure, and supported. I want to argue that that's causing us harm and suffering. Ego has great purpose. It is our warrior energy. And cutting ego out cuts off the possibility of us experiencing, of living this human beingness in an easy and peaceful way most of the time. In this segment of the show, I want to talk in detail about what ego is, what soul is, what they are as separate entities, but also what they are in harmony. As I've mentioned a couple times, ego is our warrior energy. Its purposefulness is keeping our physical body and our soul energy protected, keeping it safe, secure, and supported. The challenge is, is that the outside world has many influences and has the capacity to create a lot of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual challenges. And ego has misunderstood its purposefulness and believes it's only Protecting the body. And that's just not the case. Soul, ego, and body are meant to be one with one purposefulness. Our ego is our masculine energy. It is earth energy. It's physical energy. Ego has the capacity to pull strength that are aggressive and controlling and dominating in nature. All the energies that are beneficial to warrior. Ego resides in our mind. It has the ability to create, but the ability to block as well. Its focus is entirely on influential others. That which is outside of us, our experience around us. Ego thinks. Whereas soul is a piece of source energy that resides in it, inside of us, in the ego, in the body. That piece of source energy's purposefulness is to guide to find wisdom, to nurture ourselves and others. Soul is completely committed to the mission. I believe each of us has a purposefulness. I also believe it's very well defined and unique to each individual, but in general, Our purposefulness is experiencing the infinite possibilities gifted to us in this space and time called human being through our free will and autonomy. Our soul is our feminine energy. Unlike our ego's masculine energy, our soul's feminine energy is nurturing and wise. It is innately kind and compassionate. This energy, unlike ego that comes from the mind, soul energy comes from the heart. It's a knowing. Whereas ego is influenced mostly by influential outside others, soul is influenced by self, attracted to the highest good. Soul energy is a knowing. So where soul knows and ego thinks, we're creating separate energies of active versus passive. And this is where our awareness comes in, where the development of conscious competence is essential to our being. We are not moving towards our highest good. We are not in beneficial energy when one of these pieces of ourselves is in control, is dominating. This is what the true essence of balance is. Many of us talk about balance. And we strive to create it in the outside world. But this balance comes from within. It comes from soul and ego being in harmony. If ego is earth energy and it's the physical being grounded, being matter, existing in space and time called human being, then soul is heaven energy. It's 100% etheric. It's about being connected. What if we could be grounded to this physical space and time, navigating the outside world with masculine energy focused on safety, security, and support, but at the exact same time be connected directly to heaven energy? be nurturing, kind and compassionate, and completely on purpose, always moving towards our purposefulness, our mission, to experience this space and time to its fullest, to allow our perceptions of good and bad to become beneficial and non-beneficial, and to soak in, to consume beneficial energy that drives us forward, but also creating that balance of consuming non-beneficial energy so that we remember clearly who we want to be, who we're meant to be, and we be that person. Our ego mind has the capacity to make anything happen. However, when it's mostly undirected, What's happening, what's created, isn't on purpose. And very often that can feel overwhelming and frustrating. And that is the energy that becomes non-beneficial. But with awareness and purposefulness, the mind creates our reality. Imagine if that creation was guided by wisdom guided by a predestined knowing that we're simply here to experience life to the fullest, that we get to create who we want to be, what we want to have, how we're going to experience the space and time. In this balance of soul and ego and harmony, we're responding to our thoughts, to our feelings, We're choosing how we're going to act or, even better, how we're not going to act. And we're doing that from a space where we're no longer subject to what our mind has been taught by the outside world. But we're now subject to what our heart knows to be our truth. That's actually one of my most favorite and empowering heart quotes. It's by Dr. Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. And he literally teaches, um, I think he does a whole day course on this quote, I am no longer subject to what my mind believes. I am only subject to what my heart knows. Let that sink in. Feel its powerfulness. I am no longer subject to what my mind believes. I am only subject to what my heart knows. Yeah. If your heart knows that that person, place, thing, scene, situation, or scenario is in your highest good, it is beneficial, then your mind has the capacity to create the path of getting there, of recognizing the synchronicities that guide you, the little breadcrumbs and beacons that say, this is exactly where I'm meant to be, who I'm meant to be. And in that moment, you then are creating thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and habits that guide you to your highest good. You are no longer being pulled to and fro through other people's expectations and requirements. Imagine, imagine if we all minded our own business, focused all of our energy on bringing soul and ego back into harmony. That's our work. Imagine if we were doing that and also nurturing the world around us, treating others with kindness and compassion because we know they too are on their own journey, their spiritual being living a human experience. This would be a different world. This truly would be easy and peaceful most of the time. Remember, that doesn't mean good or bad. Bad things happen. If we respond to them, gifting ourselves the capacity to make a decision in our highest good, that really bad thing could be one of the most incredible gifts the universe has given you. When ego isn't paying attention to purposefulness, to the mission of experience life to the fullest for our highest good, something has to stop us. That stop, for me, is the velvet hammer. And it's what in the past ego would have said, ooh, that's bad. Shift out of that spad, into is this beneficial or non-beneficial energy? Is soul and ego in harmony or not? Imagine that it's our responsibility, our purpose, to be aware of our connection or our disconnection between soul and ego. The thought of killing ego suggests that we aren't these three incredible parts all at once. And I want to argue that that is heartbreaking. We are equally physical body. We are equally ego energy. We are equally soul energy. What does that mean to you? Who do you want to be as this beautiful physical body being guided by soul and ego? It's your right to decide that. It's your responsibility to create that. Imagine if that's true. It's time for our second break of the show. When we return, we're going to discuss soul and ego in harmony. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on the Inspired Choices Network. Please feel free to call in, ask questions in the chat room, or connect with me after the show through an email. My email address is Tracy at TracyTrimble.ca. Tracy is spelled T-R. A-C-I. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, friends. I'm Tracy, and you are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. The purposefulness of this radio show is to teach. I am so passionate about sharing. It gives me a really, really good excuse to learn new things, to Piece together from the perspective of soul and ego and to share with you. I believe when we have the opportunity to learn and share, we are healing the disconnection. We're healing the gap between soul and ego. And this radio show gives me that outlet. So I want to say thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. I am so grateful. And so humbled by the time and the energy and the love that you share with me. I appreciate your feedback and your comments. And I'm so grateful for the suggestions and recommendations I've been receiving for future shows. So please know I'm listening. Those requests are all in the works and I look forward to providing them to you over the upcoming months. Before the break, we were discussing soul and ego as separate energies. Now I want to share with you what soul and ego begins to look and feel like in harmony. And at the end of the show, I'm going to share with you some ways that I have found bringing soul and ego into harmony. And I'll also share some of my own personal experiences from broken to whole. So let's talk about soul and ego in harmony. I believe that Soul and ego in harmony is not only an experience it's also a space and time, and many of us know this space and time because the words I'm about to use have become very hip to use, but the space and time of soul and ego in harmony is mindfulness is present moment so On many occasions, I've been asked, how would I even know if my soul and ego are or are not in harmony? Imagine the capacity to be in present moment awareness, to allow what's happened in the past to exist there. That doesn't mean forget the past, avoid or ignore the past but allow each new experience to unfold without the perception of fear that's been created by what has already happened. These energies are forgiveness, are peacefulness, are faith and trust. Being in the past gets us stuck. It creates worry for the future which then projects us into the future. Once again, taking us out of present moment awareness. Be in the now. Experience what's going on around you. Be aware of the five senses this body has the ability to interpret. Present moment awareness is about the now. I remember at the beginning of my spiritual journey, I was introduced to Eckhart Tolle through his writings, and it was just too deep for me. So I thought that I would in turn get it on audio. And what I realized at that moment and thought my purposefulness was moving forward is that Eckhart Tolle is just a little too slow for me. Being in his present moment definition all of the time was too much work for me. It was moving too slow. And in my Aries A-type aggressive nature, I love moving fast. I wanted to continue to love moving fast, but also be presently aware. And how I did that was starting to pay attention to a larger space around me, but also to a smaller space within me. Soul and ego in harmony, being actively present in the moment, creates a grounding, a feeling, a knowing that you are safe, secure, and supported, that you have a solid foundation underneath you. But that grounding, although I very often equate grounding to imagining roots from a tree growing down and holding you, also are reflected in the flow. Grounded, but flowing through life. Moving with what's happening, not resisting what's happening. Not getting stuck in good or bad but being in the moment, perceiving in a way that's in your highest good. I very often like to use this analogy when I talk about uh, grounded in the natural flow, but also being aware in the present moment and allowing your perception to focus on the benefit. Imagine there's a stream. It's a fast-moving but shallow stream, and the water is absolutely beautiful. And you decide that it's so beautiful on a hot summer's day that you want to lay down in it. You have two choices. You can lay face down, or you can lay on your back. Not necessarily a conscious choice, but very often life is that stream. And we do end up laying down in it face forward. And it's a struggle and a challenge. And we feel like we're drowning. But if we have the conscious competence to realize that in the present moment, life is simply a stream flowing. Its intention is not to harm us or to help us. It's simply flowing. And we slowly and gently roll over on our back. And in that split second, we go from struggling, challenging, fearful for our life into a soothing, relaxing, tranquil moment that's healing us. That's the difference. That is soul on its own, ego on its own, versus soul and ego in harmony. From the outside, the perception is exactly the same. It is what it is. It's a beautiful, fast-moving stream that is shallow, and we chose to lie down in it. That's what it is our perception of the situation, the way we decide to do it in harmony or in chaos changed everything. The soul and ego in harmony, we're experiencing the present moment. We're learning from what we're experiencing. We're sharing ourselves, our experiences, and our information, not only with others, but within our own experience. We're healing. We're healing ourselves from the desire to go to the chaos. And when we grow, when we learn to perceive from this moment instead of from fear of the past or worry for the future, then we're prospering. And as we prosper, we have the capacity to trust. To trust in all that is unfolding in front of us. We have the capacity to slow space and time down and very much like falling face down into that stream, as soon as we realize we're drowning, we simply roll over and change. We trust that this is a safe place. That in this moment we're... This harmony creates a whole bunch of synchronicities. When soul and ego are working together, the universe works with us, works for us. And it gifts to us opportunities to decide on the chaos or the harmony. And it's presented through people, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios. And we are meant to experience to the fullest, but in our highest good, all that is presented. We choose whether we take action or whether we take inaction, but ultimately, the question is, are you choosing chaos or harmony? When we choose harmony, We get the cooperation with universal life force energy. We flow through whatever's happening. When we choose chaos, the universe works for us to get us back into harmony. That may not feel good. That velvet hammer may come down really hard and it may appear to be ugly. But remember, in that moment, you're face down in the stream. It's not that deep. Just choose to roll over. This is the difference between a positive state of mind and finding the most beneficial pieces of the experience versus negative state of mind. Soul and ego and harmony are our positive state of mind. This openness of mind and awareness of spirit gives us the capacity to create our reality. Where does all this come from? It comes from our physical matter and our ethericalness, our etherical being coming together at heart center. It comes through our awareness of our thoughts, our words, our chosen actions, and our chosen inaction. This sacred space at heart center is where soul and ego reside in harmony. Imagine that it is our responsibility to be aware of our thoughts and our words to make decisions that move us forward into harmony, closer to love and farther from fear, away from chaos. By choosing to take action or not take action, that's in our highest good. It looks like it's time for our third break of the show. When we return... We're going to talk about this heart center energy. We're going to discuss how to bring soul and ego back together. And I'm going to share with you some of my own personal journey. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Tracy at TracyTrimble.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tracy. And you're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine on Inspired Choices Network. Before we went to break, we were talking about the heart center being the sacred space where soul and ego resided in harmony. I want to share a little bit of my own personal story When many people ask me how or why I became a doctor of energy medicine and why it is that I specialize in depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain, it's because I have personal experience with it. And at the time that I was first diagnosed with depression, my life seemed to, on the outside and on paper, to be going really well. But I was a very strong ego personality, disconnected from any feelings or emotions, actually good or bad. I had very little kindness and compassion for others, and I had no control over my anger. It was how I communicated love and fear. Although I was completely unaware of all of this, it ate at me. It ate at my soul so much that I was gifted with both depression and anxiety. And when I say gifted, I truly mean that. And I am sorry if that hurts or offends anyone who's currently in that space. But I also hope that it also plants a piece of inspiration, too. We are not meant to suffer. But if we don't listen to our soul and ego is completely consumed with the outside world, there is no other way for us to become aware that we're caught in chaos. And the depth of that chaos is going to be how deeply you feel depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain. So please know. If you are deep into that, there is hope. If you are moving through that and you're developing your conscious competence, I'm here to support you. I'm so excited for you. I can't begin to tell you who I was 12 years ago versus who I am now, who I'm consciously aware of being and striving to keep soul and ego in harmony so that I can be her. My personal experiences, as bad as I thought they were at the moment, were healed through energy medicine, which guided me to become a doctor of energy medicine myself, to be able to give people tools and resources. 12 or 15 years ago, when I started to become aware of the depths of my depression and anxiety, there weren't very many places to turn to. People didn't talk about mental health the way that they do now. The beauty of where we're at in this space and time is that Soul and ego in harmony is a conversation that is open to all. My personal healing tools include meditation, Reiki, and yoga. But I think it all starts with one piece, this, this one simple piece that I want to share with you. When people say, how do I start? bringing soul and ego into harmony. I want to offer you the most simplistic, valuable knowledge that I can impart, and it's simply becoming aware of your breath. Our breath is our soul and our ego medication. When we have the capacity to be aware of our breath, to connect it to our imagination, and then use our imagination to move our breath anywhere inside and outside of our body, we heal. We connect directly with heaven energy. And we heal our physical, our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual body. By discovering our breath, we have the capacity to enter into one of the most empowering states, natural states, known to man. And I'm going to call this meditation. Meditation is a lot of things to different people, but I want you to imagine that what it truly is is connecting to your breath. Deepak Chopra says something to the effect of meditation. Sorry, excuse me. Deepak Chopra says prayer is speaking to source or to God. Meditation is hearing the answer to that prayer. When we have the capacity to meditate, we have the capacity to bring soul and ego into harmony. And from there our goal then becomes bringing body back into harmony. And I personally believe that that can and should be done through yoga. Not the yoga that's become exercise, but the yoga that I call self-love yoga, where you have the capacity to close your eyes, connect to your breath, and get into a state of healing. Begin to flow through whatever movement your body needs. Hold that movement and heal. This is bringing soul and ego into harmony. Give yourself permission to do that this week. Day.
0: And thank you. thank you for choosing to listen time. to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, PhD. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central. 1 p.m. Mountain and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness.